הגותנר רב שבס רב ישראל, זה very big simcha this morning that I have ממש my first, my בכור תלמוד, מייק לופן מיכל יאנה, ואין ישיבה, זה בכור אין ישיבה. So you all owe me Yashikach because all the mistakes I did was on him. And he trained me in a little bit. So it's a, it's a gewaldige simcha to have him here. Baruch Hashem, Chodesh Elul, always starts with a gewaldige, a gewaldige bank. And Baruch Hashem, everybody had a great week. Great Haskhole. A little late, but a great Haskhole. And... So first, I just want to invite you all on. It should continue and only go lamala lamala. I'm going to share with you today one idea. I don't think you need a long shmuz today. Baruch Hashem. One idea. And it gives us a little bit of a understanding in the whole beginning of the parasha. The beginning of the parasha talks about somebody who falls into a tremendous trap that they go out from Muhammad and they end up wanting to marry a, a shiksa. Lamaisa, a person at that state is in such a bad state that the Torah permits it. Torah is moderate. The Gemara says in Kedushin, The Gemara says that the meaning that the Torah saw the matzav you're in, and the Torah said based on that matzav, it's better, better we should be moderate for you. So I don't think it's so important for us to understand exactly what the gather of the heter is. There's a big chizik in this. I mean, Reb Chatzko Abramski, used to give a Friday night parsha chizik for university students in England. They weren't even necessarily religious. They would come and he would, he had like a, like a vad. And every week he would, Reb Chatzko Abramski was a gone oilum, he didn't have to prepare. He would open up a chumish and say something to... So they say over it was Parsha's Kiseitze, this week's Parsha, and the group of guys came, and he opens up his Chumash, and he's thinking, Oy vey, Kiseitze Omech. The last thing you want to tell a university student is that there's a, a situation where the Torah was matter, or you fast Torah, with a shiksa, with a, like what exactly is inspiring here? Where are you going? So the story goes that Abchatzko Abramski said that that Friday night he gave the best shmuz he ever gave to this group. Because what did he tell them? He said, people think the Torah is old-fashioned. The Torah is not with the times. The Torah has halach. It's time, you can't keep it, it's too hard, it's not for our times. It's sh- That's how he, that was his sheer. He said, look, a shiksa, a 
six is the worst. The worst thing. The Jew, that's the bottom line. A person, when a person's child marries a shiksa, so that's like when they, they say, ah. I had a neighbor, a totally secular Jew. Totally, totally. Not even reformed. Reform, reformed. They weren't even religiously reformed. And they, they, they called me to their house. This is my whites who used to live in Weitzman's house. Going back, Weitzman is living in the neighborhood 25 years. He's going back a long time ago. They called me to the house. So a couple already aged couple. They said, Rabbi, our son he's, wants to marry an Italian girl. They were And I have to tell you, in my mind, I was thinking, like, what do you think? Why wouldn't he want to marry an Italian girl? You bring him up without an ounce of Judaism. Nothing. I'm talking about not zero. No Rosh Hashanah, Nehem Kippur, no, not, nothing. So Stami should only marry a Jewish girl. That's racism. If the only thing you want a Mechanachi kid about Judaism is don't marry a Shiksa, that's racism. Why should he only want to marry a Jew? It's racist. There's nothing, there's nothing culturally or from an observant standpoint about being Jewish. So what, what is it? So it's genetic? That's, that's racism. For that we should go in the streets and march against such people. Black lives matter. Italian lives matter. I couldn't understand what they were thinking. But it doesn't matter. Every Jew has in them my kids marrying a shiksa. That's like that's the bottom line. If that doesn't bother you anymore, it means... So he told them, the Torah is so engaged into human emotion that in the time of vulnerability, the Torah was matery fast So from this mitzvah you see how engaged the Torah is with who you are. That means, so therefore says Rabbi every mitzvah in the Torah you could deal with. And the proof is that the mitzvah you can't deal with, that the Torah felt you couldn't deal with, it was matter even the Yafastah. And he said that was the most powerful thing he told this group of boys. But Lamaisa, I think what's more important to focus on is how does, it, how does that happen to somebody? How is it that you're going out to Muhammad Yisrael? How does that happen to a person? What's the... What's the message that all of us have to know that we should never fall into this trap? If I start, it doesn't mean a shiksa, Baruch Hashem. None of you are going to have that Nisoyim. But you have your own Yifastar. Yifastar is just a, is, is a smile. There's, everybody has a Yifastar. Every Avera that you do is Vira Isa. And that Avera is a Yifastar. And Vachashak That's every other. Right? So what's the, what's the message? So you should know the Torah starts the words, Kiseite Lamul Choma. To be Shainim Shtelsu. The Maribalev brings down the Sugin Chulim. That La, La means Loy. La Chulim Shoechalach. It's a Perakin. It's a Mishnah in the Doim. If you say La Chulim Shoechalach, it's like you saying, 
It shouldn't be chum. I'm not allowed to eat this thing. So lamu chum has a remez. Loy lamu chum. Now what does that mean? You went to war. What does it mean? Loy lamu chum. What's meant is you weren't you were going to war. So the Torah is being miramas that there was something in the going that was a problem. Now I want to tell you another very difficult chazal. And this is in last week's parasha. Last week's parasha, Christ was going out to war. There's a Meshuch Muhammad, the Kohen Gadol that leads Christ to the Muhammad. Mia Yisha Yorev Arach Alev of Yelech V'Yoshev Levesa. Right? Whoever's scared should go back. That's what the Pasuk says. So, if you just read the Pasuk of Pshuto, basically we're saying, wimps, go home. It's not good to have an army of wimps. And if you have one wimp, the next guy, that's how you read the Pasuk simply. Right? A big chalik of Muhammad is the, is the attitude. The attitude of Muhammad. That's the simple pshat and pasuk. But Lamaise, Baruch Hashem was zeichet to Chazal's pirushin, and Chazal told us that that's not pshat and pasuk. Miayish hayorei varach aleiv of yelech v'yoshev l'veisa yorei me'averos shebiyadeh. He's afraid of his averos. He's afraid of his averos. He should go home. So I don't understand something. I'm getting very confused. I'm getting very confused. The Satma Rebbe had a cipher. And I always tell this to Machanchen. Because a lot of times you have a Machanach, you have a Rebbe, who will tell me, I'm Bashar afraid to be in Chinuch. You know, you say the wrong thing, you this, you could turn somebody off. I- I'm afraid to be in Chinuch. So I always tell them the Satma Rebbe's idea. The Satma Rebbe had a cipher. He used to, he wrote for him, his, his mezuzahs, his, and he wrote for the Kehillah. This is the old days. This is still in Williamsburg. So one day the surfer comes to the Satmar Rebbe. He says, Rebbe, I want to give up. I don't want to be a surfer anymore. He says, why don't you want to be a surfer? He says, I can't sleep at night. I'm thinking in my head. Maybe I, maybe I missed a letter in a mezuzah. I can't sleep. If I miss one letter in a mezuzah, mezuzah puzzle. I miss something, a puzzle too. I can't sleep. The Satmar Rebbe looked at him and told him in Yiddish, there's old Zion a sefer. There was poofed. Who should be a sefer? A guy who snores at night? You're the most qualified. If, you, if you're having trouble sleeping because you're worried that the mezuzah is not kosher. I always tell this to a Rebbe who comes to me with that kind of a time. I say, who should be in Chinuch? Somebody who doesn't, is not worried that they'll impact somebody negatively? Who should be in Chinuch? We know what those rabbis look like. They're not worried. Who should be a chinuch? So I understand. A guy is yori me'averi shebiyadai. Isn't that a great thing? That's a great quality. What do you want somebody who's not yori me'averis? He's yori me'averis. He's scared of averis. Why are you sending him home? That's a pella. It's a Pesach in Mishlei. That says just the opposite. Ashrei mefachi tomit. Umak shaliba yipor b'roh. The Pesach in Mishlei says the opposite. That somebody who's scared, 
is protected. He's ashray. Somebody who's not afraid, obviously afraid of Averis. So I would say that the Meshuach Muhammad should say, Who's not afraid of Averis? Go home. That would make sense. That would be Gishmak. Somebody who's not afraid of Averis, get out of here. It's a Mishlei. Mak Again, all of the people that go back it's a, it needs to be a rat. But that's a different issue. This this pasuk, this this chilek of the Khaizri Mulchama is the biggest pella. Obviously there's a message. Obviously there's a message. Ben Seru Moira gets stoned. Right? Shtikal Stira with everything we know about. That's what you do. You have a problem with a kid. You stone him. That's a mahalach. That's the way we approach chinuch. I'll read you Gemara above Metziah. Fascinating Gemara above Metziah. And what I'm telling you now, you should remember yourselves when you have children in Mitzvah Hashem one day. This is the way you should deal with your children. Because as I state in the Gemara, the Gemara says above Metziah, Rebbe Rebbe came to the city of Rebbe the famous Tana Rebbe Mamish from the from the Tzadikim Gedoli Ador. He asked, "Does he have a son?" Does that does that Rebbe have a son? They said, "Yeah, he has a son." He's not exactly in good shape. He's not in good shape. Yeshlo, Avol Einoi, is this this as that tzaddik? Kol zayna shenizkeres pishnayim seichosay. Did you imagine? The zaynas hire him out. Achmona l'flan. The lowest of the low. That's that's his profession. So what do you do with such a guy? Make a protest. Go in front of his house. Get thousands of people. This is this is Right? Put him in the chayim. Protests. Shakets to shaktenu. Listen what he does. He gives him smicha. That's a new thing. The way you get smicha. Smicha bechine. Ask a He got smicha in Evan Ezach. This is smicha. It doesn't say he went through Yeridea with him, Chulin, and with Abut Kikocht and Lel and Sazam and Mut Kidosim. Ask Mechayla Rabbi. He gave him smicha. I showed this Gemara once to Mamisha, a grace of Chochem, who had tainus on one of Mamish the Gedolim of the last generation, who was Maimed, thousands of Talmudim, and he used to give smicha to, you know, the guys that weren't who knows what. They weren't the biggest Gohinim. 
you would change the nusachol, but you know, Lee is obviously Lee is this Bishael, whatever. He, he he modified it. You know, you hear the stories in Europe. You got Smicha, you went to the Marsham. You know what I mean? He fired you on Shabbos, Erev and Chum, Nida Balper with all the Rishonim. Kanshach, Balper. Marsham got Smicha from Rosh Kluger. Don't ask what that, what that Pechina was like. He asked him a thousand riddles. Besides the Aloch, he asked him a thousand riddles in Shas before he gave him Smicha. Shlomo Kluger. Yeah. These guys, they, these guys, so, so this Choshev Tamukhochem told me, let's say that Gogol's name was Ribero. It wasn't. He said, I don't I said, Ribero is a Gavaldika person, but I don't understand how Ribero gave Smicha. The guys that, uh, they could learn a Blat Gemara. Ask Mechel Rebbe. Ask Mechel Rebbe. I mean, this Adam Godel was very smart. The, the kind of smich he gave. Anybody who's a bar hochi would know that what it is. It's basically a certificate that you're a nice person. But it gives you a, it's a morale booster. So this is what it says. This is what it says. Ask Mechel Rebbe. Hell, I said the guy got to learn something too. He sent him to his uncle. Maybe he learned something too. Now that he has smicha, now that the guy has smicha, maybe he'll talk learn something. Maybe the, the grand rabbi will learn something. So But it's tough when you when you spent your life with the Zionists, you don't you go sitting and learning in, in one of the most choshevah yeshivas. So every day he said, I think I'm going back home. He, every day, he said, I want to go back to my old, my old neighborhood. It wasn't a very good neighborhood. You're a chacham. They made you, they gave you smiche. It seems he put on like a gold chain, like that the grace of Talmud Chachamim had. He was wearing a rebbish mantle, you know, like the fur coat. He was... You know, the rabbis with the silver canes, with the, with the... You want to go back? Look who you are! He said, you know what? You're talking right. <laughs> he said, you're right. You're right. I'm staying here. As he grew in learning, the he came back to Rebbe's base of He heard him in learning. And he said, this sounds like a Belezer. Sounds like his father, his holy father. Could you imagine? He stopped those. That rabbi said, this sounds like a Belezer, Barav Shimon. Oma ha-kola domel kola de Belezer, Barav Shimon. Oma le-brehu. This is Taka the boy. So the plan worked. The plan worked. Obviously, obviously, Rebbe, the Gohini Shemachanech knew, that a, that a cold clear is not going to work. Protests are not going to work. Cursing the guy out and telling him how you're not embarrassed. Look at your father, who he was. Look at your grandfather. Your grandfather was Shubai Chai. Look at you. You're an Oisver. Giving him smicha, calling him a Rebbe and giving him a fancy chain around his neck. That works. So why by Ben Sayyid do we come to such a conclusion? 
It's such a steer. Here you see Mamish contrast. What, why Ben Sarah Why do we come to such a conclusion? What's the Pshat? How do you understand that? So I believe say the Pshat is really very simple. Very simple. You know, there's a famous story with the Chavetz Chaim. Chavetz Chaim, and this story sheds light of how the Chavetz Chaim became who the Chavetz Chaim was. Chavetz Chaim says, when I was a young man, I wanted to change the world. I said, I'm going to change the world. He says, as I got a little older, I realized it's not so easy. I can't change the world. So I decided I'm going to change the communities that are surrounding Radin. I said, that's also, can't do that. So okay, at least Radin. Radin! Little, little, a little day for a small little village. Uh, this I could change. He says, then I saw I couldn't, couldn't even do that. I said, you know what, you saw mayor. I'm going to change myself. And he said, that knock I, I succeeded. Uh, partially succeeded. The, what do you see from the Chavetz Chaim? Could be the word of the Chavetz Chaim is that in order to mashpi on others, first you have to feel shlemus in yourself. The Chavetz Chaim Taka changed Klai Yisrael. Changed Klai Yisrael. Rebavon B'noishel Agro writes in a Sefer Malas HaTorah, Biyat Arom Mikebecha, it's a posseg in this week's parasha, uproot the Ra that's in you, he says, you every time you have a bad inclination and you uproot it, you makayim a mitzvah say biyat or mikipech. He says, malazater. Hazay zokter. Right? But there's a tersefes to that. The tersefes to that is, Rabbi Yaakov said, the altar slobotka said, biyat or mikipech, then it'll be v'chol Yisrael Yishmu Viva. Then you'll impact other people too. But I want to give you a different idea along the lines of the Alta Slobodka, but a different idea. The idea is like this. means Kolzman, you look at yourself as a Ra, you can't influence somebody else. Kolzman, you look at yourself that is who who am I? You can't influence somebody else. If you think you could go out for Cholam Yishmu Viro, you have to first, uh, you have to have a perspective of yourself that you're not Ra, that you're Toiv. If you have a Toiv, if you yourself feel a Shlemus with yourself, then you, your words will be, you will be influenced. Your words will have influence. That's, that's the Yisait. Ben Seru Mura reached a level the father and mother are telling him, we love you. You're th- he doesn't even listen. He's not ready to hear from the people who refuse to accept that he's a, that he's a Ben Sarama. That's why it has to be over the Imai. It doesn't say he doesn't listen to Bezin. It says that also. But the fa- if you look at Pasha Ben Sarama, it's predominantly... The father and mother. The father and mother are the main players by Ben Sarah And they say, Einenu Shemeya Bekoleinu. I was always Medayik. It doesn't say, Einenu Shemeya Bakosho Seinu. 
Bakoshasena would mean we're asking him to change, he's not changing. That every any parent will tell you they have that with their kid. Any parent that tells you whatever they request from the kid, the kid does, is a liar. Or living in I don't know what planet. Right? That's why the Prophet doesn't say every kid is a Ben murder according to that gauge. He doesn't even hear what they, they're saying. Help me. He's not ready to hear. If you're not ready to hear who you are from the people who believe in you, then you're Yish. You have to know. Something has to be in you. Perhaps we could say that this young kid Rebbe Lezer's son. He also knew that he's not a Rebbe. He wasn't an idiot. If he was an idiot, he wouldn't become the Gagladar. What kind of idiot is he? You're a smich. He didn't know he's not a He knew he, he knew what his father was. He knew who he was. He knew you don't get smich for hanging around with Zionists. He knew that. He wasn't, if he didn't know that, he's a shite. He's potter from Kalaturku. He knew that. But when they put this on it, they said, you could, this is what you could be. This, this is what you could be. It's not you could be rehabilitated. If they would have told me you could be rehabilitated, he'd say, Lakarti, I'm very happy where I am. This is, this is really what you have in you. Asmachel Rebbe. This is really what you have in you. The person knows what they have within them. They realize that, then they could they could grasp it. But if the Tatabame, those are the people who have the, the most aspirations for their children, and the kid doesn't even listen to what they have to say about it, so he's not ready to hear who he, who he is, what his potential is. There's no... Nothing. That's the way. Because there's a, there's a subtlety within you. You know, B'nai Yusachah Yasek of Aldegakasha. It's rare that the Torah says, Hashem will bless everything. It's in this week's parish. You know where that, you know that bracha is given? By the mitzvah of shikha. So the Bnei Yisachar asks a great question. I'll, just, I'll end with this idea. The Bnei Yisachar asks, says, I don't understand. Mitzvah's trich is kavon. On mitzvah deraisa, you'd have to have kavona to be eight. So Shail and the Gemara, Trichas, ain't Trichas. We pass in a mitzvah deraisa, Trichas kavona. And even if you hold that mitzvahs don't need kavona, you have to at least know you're doing a mitzvah. If you're misasik, you're not yet. If you're misasik, you, you don't even know. You don't know what's Rosh Hashanah. You don't know what's a shave. You don't know things. It's brought down in Shulchan that if somebody eats matzah, matzah is shekeinen, you eat it without kavon. But you have to know it's Pesach. Right? What would be if a guy's eating matzah and he thinks it's poor? He's not yet eating matzah. Because he's called Masasik. He's garnished. Ask the Bnei Yisrochah. Mitzvah Shikha is a mitzvah a Jew does with no knowledge. The whole mitzvah happens because you forgot something in the field. It's not like you say, oh, let me, let me leave that for the poor people. You didn't, you didn't know you were doing a mitzvah. You, you didn't know 
clothing. So that, that's like the most b'dievet, b'dievet, b'dievet mitzvah shayach. How are you from a kind of mitzvah? But instead, you know what the Torah says? Be'rachecha b'chol mishlach yodecha. The greatest bracha you get for a mitzvah that you, you had no hinnani muchen, you had no kavana to do the mitzvah. How could that be? That's the Bnei Yisrochus Kesh. That's a fact. So he gives a chassidish terrorist with this mitzvah gets connected to other mitzvahs. He, he, a whole, but I'm saying, how do we learn Pasha Pshat? Pasha Pshat. How could it be that the Torah unleashes such bracha? But I'll tell you a bigger chiddush. A guy comes to be a guy. Guy comes to convert. You can't teach him the whole Torah. Before he converts, it's hard to teach somebody the Torah in a thousand years. So you give him mixes kalas, mixes chamus. You teach him some halachas. Right? You know what you teach him? You're telling the convert, you're giving him a time of Yiddishkeit, what he has to know. You tell him the mitzvah that you have zero knowledge that you're doing. What? How does that have to do anything with Gairus? Gairus is what you're accepting to do. We tell him what your responsibilities are. That we tell him shikha. So there's many pirushim you could say, but I want to tell you a simple pshat. The Gemara says in Brachas that David Amelech said a mizmor when he left, when he was running away from Avshalom. Mizmor with David, but Brachim and Avshalom benay. Said a mizmor. He sank. The Gemara says mizmor with David. Kino with David me Your son is running to kill you. You say you're singing. So the Gemara says as follows. David Amalek knew one day somebody in his house is going to try to come and destroy him. Because the Barashim told him, But he thought it was going to be a mamza, maybe it could be a mamza. Now it's my son. And David Amalek explains, Mamza doesn't have, doesn't have Rachmanus. It's not a real son. But a ben, a son has Rachmanus. What's the obvious question? Avshalom didn't have Rachmanus. Avshalom went to kill his father. So why is he sinking? So it's even worse. It's even worse. If it would have been a mom's okay, at least it's a mom's. Now it ends up being Bnei, and he's running to kill him. So if you're he says, every time a person gets a clap, you get a slap in this world. And it hurts. It's really, Hashem is doing everything for your good. It's easy to say. The person that gets the slap doesn't feel that way. Right? It's always the people around them that say, that slap was for your good. Right? The guy that gets the slap, it's very hard. Because Lamai said, we live a Hester upon him. We don't see how everything goes. We don't understand everything. We have a limited time that we're here. We don't see Hashem. It's, it's hard. So could you understand this? Sometimes you get a patch, right? You're walking down the street, you get a slap. You don't know, is it like somebody behind you, uh, uh, some, 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 a white supremacist, which today, that's the biggest terrorism according to the government now. Right? Maybe that's what it is. Taliban, Gewaldic. What about White supremacists, those are the... Right? So you got a slap, you turn around, you see, 
It's your father. Right? Your father was giving you a love tap. You know, I say, you know, I give, I give you a lot of them. I never gave a Talmud a pasta that he didn't smile back at me. And sometimes it's hard. Because you will know it's mitech ava. It's a, it's, it's, a lo- it's, a lo- it's a love tap. Or a love, whatever. Swing. <laughs> right? When you turn around and you see your father or your best friend behind you, the patch doesn't hurt as much. Because you know where it's coming. It's still a patch. But, Sometimes when a person gets a patch, he gets a source that Hashem shows him. It's me. Hello? It's always Hashem. It's always a love that. But, so if it would have been a monster, David could have thought, oh, this is natural. Like, uh, you know, this guy hates my God. See, it was his son. He was able to link it to Hashem. It's so unnatural. That's what Yenis and Ibish is. But I want to tell you a different shot. I think I have a, a, a push-up shot. Not a goyness. A push-up shot. Push-up shot is Lamaisa Avsholim failed. He ended up hanging by his afro. That was his end. And uh, he didn't listen to Atzasa's Kanim, as Chazal tells us. Im Yoyimru Lucho Zekanim Sesor, you should listen to this Kanim. He didn't. The bottom line is his plan fell on its face. Why? You know why? Kemen Zogan, he was fought his father. So when you do something with a, if there's a piece in you that's not in it, you fail. If it would have been a mamza, who knows? The mamza would have had his whole neshama to, to kill this guy. He would have succeeded. But this was his father. So as much as he was about Taiva and he wanted to be the king and he wanted to do, and he was ready, he thought he was ready to kill his father. He wasn't quite there. So he failed. He failed. That means that the subconscious, the subconscious plays a role in a person. Right? A big professor once came to the Sri Deyesh. The Sri Deyesh was from the Goyenim of Weinberg, Zechatzadik, Levroche. He used to debate all the Apikursim, the Koifrim, the Maskilim. And he was a gone. he was like an Atsivni Valosian type of person. Balmade, he knew what's going on in the world. He was one of these, uh, the Arsameh called him a Chacham Nifle. He was uh, one of these Goinim. So this professor was a law professor. And the law professor told the Sri Deyesh, I studied all of the monetary laws that the Torah talks about. And I found that they are all brilliant. There's one law that I think doesn't make sense to me. So I'm coming to you, to the rabbi, to explain. He says, I think this is one flawed, this is a flawed law. He says, what is that? This week's parasha. Hashav HaSavedeh. The law is, you only chayv in Hashav HaSavedeh. By what? By something that the person wasn't miyayish. The person's miyayish, the person gives up hope. Right? Or something that's avudu mimenu mikolodom. You keep it. 
See, I don't understand that. It's his. A guy loses something that's worth a billion dollars. A bitcoin. You've been saying it's bitcoin. That's very easy to lose. I mean, not anymore now. It's a little more protected. Right? And what? See, he was Mirayish. So now that's it. Says that law to me doesn't make sense. So the three days said, I want you to know. You touched upon one of our most profound laws. He says, when you asked me the question, I saw the emotion in your voice. It's his. We don't believe in that. Hashem hearts and lands. Everything belongs to Hashem. And every Jew deep down in the Neshama knows that everything belongs to Hashem and Hashem gives you rights to use it. Hashem gives you a lot. He wants you to give it out to, to Stoker and Chesed. So we're just, we're like a shoyim. We're a shoyim. We don't have a king in our goof here. He says, so every Jew knows that if now the item is lost, so there's another Jew that Hashem is sending it to. You feel it's yours, so you don't understand it. He says, actually, that's the most profound law. Three days said, every Jew in his... That's why Yish works by Yisrael, Yish doesn't work by Anochri. Why doesn't Yish work by a guy? Because the guy is his. That means there's a subconscious. Rabbi Sai, when a guy goes out to his field, he only forgets a bundle. If in his heart he's okay with that, a bundle should be left in the field for the poor people. Otherwise, he doesn't forget. So shikha shows what your whole perspective is. It's not mine for me. If it's mine for me, I don't forget the bundles. So shikha is actually a test of who you are. If you're ready to do shikha, then now Hashem will bless everything. It's, if you internalized that it's okay, the shachach is okay, and and it's 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 here. It's not just for me. That's what we tell the ger. You want to know what you're converting into? You're converting into having a different perspective, different perspective of, of what it's all about. This is the essay. And when the Mansar is not ready to, to internalize from his parents who he is, that's where it is. Perhaps we could say that the reason why the guy goes back from the Muhammad is because the one who's Yorim Averish Abiyodai, why is he doing Chuva? Why is he sitting there Yorim Averish Abiyodai? The Territ says, right now he feels Meruchik from Hashem. He feels, I'm not really, Hashem's not going to have Rahmanas on me. He does not feel connected. Avada, Yoli and Rachelavov doesn't mean he's scared of the Avera. It means the way the Pasa reads, he's scared to go to war. He's scared to go to war. Why is he scared to go to war? Since he has an Avera, he feels like Hashem is just going to discard him. That means he doesn't feel connected to him. He's not going back 
because he has Yerushalayim. Adarabba. Ashrei mefachet omet. He's going back because he's scared that Hashem discarded him. The Averis, I'm not, who am I? I'm a nobody. I'm, I'm a guy who has Averis. I'm a nobody. I'm not connected. You're not connected, go on. The guy who has Averis, and he holds that he's about Shuva, and he holds that the Rebbe cares about him, he stays in the war. It's the guy who says, I'm a nobody. If the Pshat is, in order for somebody to fall into the trap of the Yifastoyah, he never, when he went out to Muhammad, he didn't go out with the right perspective. He looked at himself like he's, he's worthy to look around for your fast toyer. If he would have gone out to Muhammad with the right perspective, knowing who he is, he would have never fell into that trap. So that's how our biggest yates are. Our biggest yates are tries to make us forget who we really are. Because as long as you know who you really are, you're not going to fall into that trap. As long as you know wherever you are, the, the, one of my most favorite Guinness Vodim is Achsidah Shirov. It's not the Premier Godim, it's the Achsidah Shirov Vodim. He says that, That's the puzzle, right? It says in the Torah, if a person will be so far from Hashem, Hashem will gather you and bring you back. So yes, I'll push the kasha. It should say, you're, you're so far from Shemayim, right? You're very far away from Shemayim. Hashem will take you back. It doesn't say that. It says, That means you're in the sky. Says the Guinness Vodim. As long as a Jew knows that he's connected to Shetashem, even though his body is strayed very far away, there's a piece of you that knows, Hashem will take that piece that's connected, he'll bring you there. But you have to know that there's a Bikzei Hashem. If you don't even have a Bikzei Hashem, that's the biggest Yetzar. And as we go into Chodesh and we go to the Yom Neroyim, we have to bear this in mind, that we're all really Bikzei Hashemayim. The whole world, the whole word Shuva comes from coming back. That's our source. We're all, that's where we all are, really. And, and if you realize your Kreches, you'll all be Zeichet to realize them in Lamaisa. Hagudin Shabbos.